This Marketplace podcast is supported by Soundview Executive Book Summaries, the global leader in concentrated business information. They have just launched an app for Apple and Android. Download the free app and sample content at summary.com slash marketplace. And by HelloDirect. Research shows using a headset at work can make you up to 20% more productive. HelloDirect has the best selection of jobber headsets. Go to hellodirect.com slash marketplace to learn more. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. What's that? You say you're stuck in a presidential election and you need to score some quick points? Hey, China is always a handy target. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Make it a working lunch. Listen to the Marketplace Midday Update podcast for the day's top business headlines. Subscribe on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcast. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace podcast for Monday, the 17th of September. Good to have you with us. The great state of Ohio has a twofer going for it this election season. One, it's a swing state, so voters there will get more than the usual amount of attention from the presidential candidates this fall. And number two, one of its key industries has been, for want of a better word, walloped by a recession and overseas competition. I'm talking here about cars and the manufacturing thereof. During a campaign stop in Cincinnati today, President Obama announced a new trade complaint against China targeting what the White House calls illegal Chinese subsidies for its auto and auto parts exports. Marketplace's Sarah Gardner gets us going today. Brake systems, powertrains, steering wheels, this stuff is big business for the U.S., but U.S. trade officials complain in the last few years the Chinese have been flooding the world with cheap auto parts. Scott Paul is executive director of the Alliance for American Manufacturing. Each of the last two years, they've come in at about 25 percent greater than the last year. U.S. trade officials say China is methodically setting up export bases, regions where companies get special cash grants, tax breaks, and other subsidies designed specifically for exports. That's a violation of WTO rules, they say. American manufacturers blame the subsidies for job losses in the Midwest, but analyst Daniel Rosen of the Rhodium Group says don't forget about that little thing called the Great Recession. It would be very dangerous to assume that China's policies, no matter how inappropriate under WTO rules, were the only explanation for uh, job concerns in Ohio. Job-killing automation and rising health care costs contributed, too, says Rosen. Trade expert Gary Huffbauer says this is the 15th time the U.S. has lodged a WTO challenge against China. And China's lost a fair number of those. And when China loses, says Huffbauer, it's made a serious effort to comply at least enough to satisfy the world's trade police, until the next time. I'm Sarah Gardner for Marketplace. You can blame China for the economic problems we're having, or you could look a little bit closer to home. Banks got bailed out! We got sold out! That was just part of the scene in Lower Manhattan today, protests celebrating the year anniversary of Occupy Wall Street. By most accounts, the protests were smaller than they were a year ago, more heavily policed Two, whether or not they turn into something bigger remains, of course, to be seen. But we wanted to explore how much or even if Occupy changed people who were on opposite sides of those protests last fall. We called two people 
who maybe don't talk to each other all that often, a business leader and an Occupy protester. Kathy Wilde is the president and CEO of Partnership NYC. She's also on the board of directors of the New York Federal Reserve, although I should note she is not speaking on their behalf today. J.A. Meyerson is with Occupy Wall Street. He's down in Zuccotti Park. It's good to have you both with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Kathy Wild, let me ask you, in the year or so since uh, the original Occupy and and then uh, since the time it faded from the streets, uh, have you thought about it much in the past year? Well, I think that the Occupy movement last year really set a conversation going that has continued. New York City is not a Tea Party town. There's a lot of sympathy for unemployed Americans. Our unemployment rate in New York City is 10%, 10%, significantly higher than the country. In many communities of color, it's 30 to 40%. And I think the Occupy movement forced the conversation uh, on all of us about what has happened in this country in terms of average incomes not going up and not being able to look forward to a, every American being.